Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody Is Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your host. I am a perpetually uncertain person, but somebody who's working through it every single day. Um, I am a digital creator, so I create a lot of content about this kind of stuff. I also offer one-to-one calls and also audio recordings if you want to have some access to my insights, my guidance specific to whatever you're struggling with. You can find that all on my website at katarinaguides.com. Um, let's get into this topic because I think it's one that can be a bit intense <laughs> to think about, but it's a one that I've had to kind of really come to terms with. And it's hard. And I still have to circle through this over and over again to really, to really understand it. But the concept is that you have to let go of whatever it is that you think is going to save you. Now, I'm not talking about actual physical needs and requirements to feel safe and okay and to physically be okay. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the things that you have either been conditioned to believe are going to save you or the things that you want to believe are going to save you. Usually, I think, again, just from my own experience, and I'm not a therapist or anything like that, just my own experience in therapy and the journey I've been on and the people I talk to, the things that we think are going to save us, you know, save us in this existential way are things that we've been conditioned to believe are going to do that. So it could be things like, the ideal career or the ideal partner or when I finally get this thing I'm finally going to be okay and I just have to get to that place to be okay I'm pretty sure that many of us already understand that it's not about those things you know your feeling of validity and safety within yourself has nothing to do with those external things again not physical safety in terms of like food and shelter and all that stuff I'm talking about the things that are there to validate your existence and make you feel deeply emotionally safe from what you think is wrong with yourself, if that makes sense. So if you've been told that you are not good enough, you've been conditioned to believe that, whether, you know, you know, explicitly from the people that raised you or a relationship or whatever, or implicitly growing up, you might turn to things that you think are going to make you feel worthy and good. Now, sometimes that could be a relationship with somebody. You chase people to finally feel like I am worthy, I am valid. And, you know, oftentimes we might chase people then that don't give that to us because the deep belief that we have about ourselves is what then leads us to to choose people, maybe subconsciously, who are just going to you know repeat that narrative to us, right? But it's sometimes, you know, the act of looking for a relationship. Once I get a partner... I'll be good. I'll be, I'll feel good. I'll feel okay. Or again, getting an ideal career once I get that thing. And again, this isn't to say that, you know, the work you do or the career you seek or whatever has nothing to do with your actual safety in this world. Because of course we need money. We need that kind of financial security. But I see it from the sense of when I get this title, this specific title, that's going to make me feel like a proper adult or a proper human being in this world. And like, that's what's going to make me stand out or what's going to prove my worth to people it's not and that's the hard reality to accept about it because and I'm sure anyone who's actually struggled with this and has reached for those things that they think will finally make them valid has realized that when you get it you kind of almost get more depressed afterwards and I think there is an actual term for this but I can't think of it right now when you finally achieve your goal that thing that you've been working so hard for you feel that sense of kind of you know, disillusionment. Um, And I think 
particularly when you're using that achievement or goal as a way to validate your existence. Because of course, there are some goals that you are working towards for a long time that are actually really important to you and you get it. And yeah, it, it is satisfying and it is something that you've like, yeah, I've achieved it. And then you might get that dip, you know, that feeling of, okay, now what? Because of course, anytime you work hard for something, you spent months or years working towards something, you finally get it. Yes, you're going to dip a bit because you're like, okay, now what's going to fill my time, right? But I think particularly when that thing is not actually maybe what you even want, it's just what you think you want, because you think when I get it, I'm finally going to feel good. I'm finally going to feel worthy. And then you get it and you're like, oh, this actually isn't great. This isn't at all what I thought it was going to be. Right. And that also creates this kind of fantasy in our heads of we daydream about this thing and how amazing it's going to be before we actually have it. We don't see the reality of these experiences or these goals. We see the, you know, romanticized version of it in our heads because it's attached to our worthiness and our value and our validity. But anything in life is not all sunshine and sparkles, right? If it's if it's a human experience, it's going to be messy. But when we go into it feeling like it's going to save us, it's going to make everything better, everything's going to be perfect once we get it, and then we see the reality, which is this is just another human experience. It's part of the human world, and the human world is messy and flawed and fallible, we realize like this thing is not even what we wanted. We just wanted the fantasy of what we thought it was going to give us. And so I've learned for myself throughout my own journey and what I want to share with anybody else who's kind of in this headspace right now who feels like when I get that partner, when I get that thing, when I finally do this, you know, they're waiting their lives to live their lives rather until they get that thing, until they do that thing, then I'll be able to feel good enough to live. It, it's it's not real. It's a mirage. And there's a reason why the closer you get to it, the farther and farther away it disappears into the horizon because it's not real. It doesn't actually exist. It's the fantasy of what you think it's supposed to look like or feel like that you're chasing. But that feeling ultimately is within you, even though that's cliche to say, even though it feels kind of like easier said than done. The feeling that you're chasing, the one that you're feeling within you, you're, you're, you can tap into that. You can. Right. And then that is what you ultimately want to feel in order to feel valid and then worthy of actually living a life you want. But you're putting it onto something that's far in the distance, something that you have to chase before you can start living life. But unfortunately, when we do that, we never end up living life. We end up always waiting to experience the kind of life we want to live until, you know, it's too late because our time is finite. So you can't keep waiting. You can't keep putting it on this thing, this, you know, external thing that's going to finally make everything so much better and everything. It's not, it's not. And I know that's a harsh truth. It's almost even liberating to realize that that's true though, because it shows you that, oh, there is nothing outside of me that is going to make me feel this way, this specific way. Again, we're not talking about like actual physical requirements, safety, uh, you know, shelter, food, all that stuff. We're talking about the things that are meant to validate our existence as humans, right? This existential dread. There's nothing outside of you that's going to do that. And, I, and I've made a video about this on TikTok about how if you're insecure now, you're going to be insecure later because if you're operating from the place of insecurity, if you're deep down just insecure about your existence, it doesn't matter what you attain and what you achieve, you're always then going to seek something new once you get that thing. Then you're going to try to latch onto something else. Your insecurities are going to latch onto something else because it's not about those things ultimately. So you have to let go of them. You have to realize that it's it's you, you know, it's on you. And that's scary. Again, it's scary. There's a lot of responsibility and control there, which can be scary. And also it's liberating. And I know why a lot of people would avoid that kind of responsibility, that the realization that, you know, 
this thing that's supposed to make everything better doesn't exist is because it's scary to feel like you have to do this all alone or you have to take all this control and do things. It's easier almost to have this external thing guiding you and telling you what to do and how to do it. But ultimately, you know, that that kind of, you know, facade will drop eventually and it'll always feel unsatisfying. Again, from my own experience and from the people I've talked to. Ultimately, it is it is kind of up to you. It doesn't mean you have to do it alone, though. And that's what I think is the scariest part and the thing that I've even had to accept for myself. This hyper-individualism that we're conditioned to believe is true in our society is not real. Like, you do need other people. You just need them in certain ways. Not in the place of being you, your higher self, the person that's going to take care of things completely. You know, this parental figure, essentially, when you're an adult, right? We still kind of seek that parental figure. That's not what you want people for in your life. Because they cannot serve that purpose once you get older and you have your life now that you have to take control of, right? But they are there for support. And to be able to have them there for the kind of support you need to be able to, to take the control that you need, you have to be vulnerable, you have to show up, you have to ask for it, you know, you have to tackle all that kind of scary stuff. But it doesn't mean you have to do this alone. But you do have to accept that these things, this thing that's going to save you is not real. It's a mirage. And again, I know it sounds scary. It's something that I even like was journaling about and felt a bit, you know, it, it kind of felt like a bit of a blow when I realized like, oh yeah, nothing nothing outside of me, nothing that I can achieve or succeed at or whatever is going to remove this feeling of, you know, invalidity or that, you know, things are hopeless. Like that, nothing's going to really do that except for me, in a sense, just deciding that I'm going to think that way now. And I know that sounds so simplistic and I'm not trying to, you know, negate or diminish any other struggles, mental health stuff. Of course not. Like I'm just trying to bring it down to the core of what it means to be able to see yourself the way you want to see yourself and not attach your identity and your worth to anything outside of you because you are the only gatekeeper of your worth and I say this almost all the time in all my videos all in most of my podcast episodes you are the only gatekeeper of your worth not this thing not this person not this achievement it is you we just kind of convince ourselves that it's all these other things we're tricking ourselves into thinking it's these other things which again shows you that you have more control and more power than you think you do right so yeah um, I hope this was a helpful episode. I hope it wasn't too too scary, too intense, too much existential dread going on here. But I, I hope it's a liberating realization because it was for me once I got over that feeling of <laughs> that feeling of hopelessness. It, it is a liberating feeling, and I hope it came off that way in in this podcast episode. So yeah, thank you for listening, and I'll be back again soon with another one.